welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. And I'm really excited because this week we have a new moon in Virgo. Virgo is one of my favorite signs. It's actually my moon sign. And I align so deeply with the qualities of Virgo. And if you um, do not know your moon sign, I highly recommend you learn about it. Because when we look at the traits of each of the astrological signs, when you see those means that often have the stereotypes. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, that's not really me when you're reading those funny memes and those stereotypes for your sun sign. But if you know your moon sign, oftentimes those personality traits are going to be dead on. So for me, a lot of the times I align so deeply with the things that I see on the internets about Virgo because my moon's in Virgo. And so the moon really rules our habits and it rules our inner world and it rules um, our little idiosyncrasies and what we um, do when we're stressed and how we feel emotionally fulfilled. So I feel like knowing your moon sign is one of the most empowered things you can do in the astrological realm. So if you haven't checked out your chart, you can always go to astro.com and get a free chart or you can book a reading with me or another astrologer that you trust. But I highly recommend uh, getting intimate with your moon sign. So the new moon in Virgo this week on Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern. This is the last week of the sun being in Virgo. It's a great week to tie up loose ends. Virgo loves to tie up loose ends and get things organized. I'm currently watching the home edit on Netflix, and I wonder if you are too. If you are, please DM me on Instagram. I'd love to talk about it. And many of you know that I am a KonMari enthusiast. So I did the whole Marie Kondo life-changing magic of tidying up process. I was so intense about it that I hired a KonMari consultant, my friend Patty Morrissey, who's amazing, to guide me through the process. And um, as a moon in Virgo, I'm obsessed with getting things just right. Sometimes I'm a perfectionist, and I felt like I didn't uh, know how to do the folding method well enough, so I needed to hire someone to take me through the whole process. And it was one of the best things I've ever done, and my best friend always jokes that Um, KonMari is the new yoga for me. It's my spiritual practice. And truly, it's not the new yoga for me because yoga is my, you know, feel like it's my original first language of spirituality. But um, there is something really spiritual in the process of letting things go, thanking them for their service, and only holding on to the things that bring you joy. And that's really the essence of the KonMari method. Now, Virgo, I feel like that's the essence of Virgo, Uh, really discarding, having the discernment to let go of what's not working for you, Um, thanking it for its service. Virgo is the selfless servant. It's always concerned with what it can do for others. And 
finally, only keeping the things that spark joy. So um, with that in mind, I want you to Kanmari your intentions this week. And I was thinking about this because I've been watching the home edit. And as I mentioned, I'm, I'm really loving it, but it's also making them crazy because uh, they go into the home and they kind of like after the person introduces them to the room and what they want them to organize, they kick the person out and they say, okay, we have to get down to it. And the, the first step of their process is editing, which is taking things out. But because they don't have that spiritual reference of appreciating the service that the object gave you or whatever did for you thanking it and letting it go and because the person isn't even there to really throw out their own stuff so much of the crap ends up staying in the person's closet or in their bedroom or whatever the room is that they're organizing for them and I was like you know there's something so important about doing this process on your own And it's the same with our intentions. It's the same with our energy. It's the same with our spiritual path. No one can do your inventory and your edit for you. So you know what's pulling on your energy. You know what is sucking your energy dry. You know if you have too many plates in the air. You know if you're wearing too many hats. You know if there's something that you're putting your focus and your energy on that is no longer in alignment. Virgo loves alignment, you know? So this week, this new moon is a great opportunity to use that discernment to let go of what's no longer serving you and to make space for what you want to invite in. And to me, that's the essence of every new moon. And this new moon really embodies that essence. So I'm jamming on it, and I hope you jam on it with me. Um, now, I want you to think about what can you let go of. Use the discernment to let go of something that's pulling on your energy that you don't need or want anymore. Might be a person, might be a thing, might be something in your diet, might be an activity, might be your job. I don't know what it is. You know what it is. Take inventory and edit, Okay. Then where do you want to focus your energy and plow forward with a plan? Virgo loves a plan. This new moon in particular is very tangible. It is the new moon is trine Saturn. Saturn loves tangible results. Now I want to give you a caveat with that. While we set intentions with something in mind about what we want, right? So maybe you want to lose weight, maybe you want to make more money, maybe you want a a new man, maybe you want a new job, whatever it is. You always want to come from a place of, how do I want to feel when I have that thing? Because when we want something, it's really about how we want to feel when we have that thing. So with that in mind, this week, I want you to set your intention, you know, be bold for sure. But be really discerning with your focus. Mercury is square Jupiter in this chart, which means that we're going to want to do all the things and have all the ideas. 
really feel in your gut what's in alignment for you and what's going to make you feel the way you want to feel when 2021 arrives. Because this is a pretty potent new moon. And I really think it's a wonderful opportunity to turn this 2020 around and make some magic happen before the year is out. So that's my feeling on it. And I'm sticking to it. Now, you always have to leave room for the universe to meet you in the middle when you do manifesting, intention setting, any of this work. So you step forward with your intention. The universe meets you in the middle with what they're going to bring, with what the planets are going to bring, right? So in the Bhagavad Gita, there is a very famous verse, um, do your duty, but don't concern yourself with the results. That's the very minimal rough translation of the verse from the Gita. So basically in the Gita, they're saying the results are not your business, right? The results are not for you. They're for God. But I would say, let's translate that to mean um, you're not entitled to demand an outcome. Because whenever I set an intention, I always close it with, this or something better and let the universe have the space to meet you in the middle let the universe have a little bit of um, its own creative expression its own take on whatever you're creating whatever you're creating right now and be open and flexible to the results being different than you can imagine them to be right now because sometimes our limited beliefs give us a ceiling as to what we can have or create. And there's something much bigger that we can't see right now. So I share that with you to say, don't be hard on yourself. Yes, be discerning. Yes, be focused. Yes, let go of what's no longer serving you. Be open and flexible to the results looking a little bit different than you think they might look as you sit down with your journal tonight or today, okay? All right, so on to other things. We have, this is a really, this week actually has some really, really nice aspects, but it has a lot of surprise aspects as well. So we started the week with Sun trine Pluto, which really illuminates what uh, the darkness underneath, the secrets, right? So. Uh, maybe you had some stuff come up that really surprised you on Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday, we had Venus square Uranus, which brought, you know, surprising, unexpected occurrences for lots of people. I've had lots of people sharing that they've had um, unexpected medical stuff, unexpected um, deaths, unexpected secrets, information coming up. Um, we're seeing it in the news. We're seeing it everywhere. I always say, if you want to know what's going on in the stars, watch the news because you'll know. So with that in mind, you know, there's been a lot of uh, unexpected things coming up this week. And uh, that part of the week is kind of out. But if you have been pulled off track, you know, 
this is about progress, not perfection. Virgo season can make us perfectionists. It's okay if you've been pulled off track. You'll get back on. Sometimes you need to get pulled off track and be present to what's happening. And then, you know, realign yourself um, when you can. And that's okay because we're all living in a very strange world where stability is hard to come by. Now, this new moon gives us a lot of stable energy, which is really, really nice, which is why I really want you to grab it by the horns and ride it out if you can. Um, if you are uh, interested, I am actually doing a new moon restorative yoga and intention setting class this Sunday for my online yoga club members. So if you've been considering joining the online yoga club, this is a great time to do it because we're going to uh, have that workshop class on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. So jump on in. You can head over to veronicapreddy.com slash yoga and join us in online yoga club. We have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 p.m., and it's all levels, and it's really fun, and it's such a sweet group, and we get together. We've been really riding out COVID together, doing our yoga practice, so this is a great time to join. It's fall. It's the beginning of a new season. We're going to be heading into a new year soon. You know the holidays are going to get crazy. You know you need to set time aside to take care of yourself, so I'd love to have you join our little club or community of yogis. All right, so moving on. Um, we've got Rosh Hashanah this weekend. Happy New Year to those who celebrate. Um, and next week, this is a light week, like really in the grand scheme of things, um, it's a pretty light week. It's mostly really about this new moon. Uh, on Monday, Mercury is going to square Pluto. That is going to be a little bit intense. Um, you know, Mercury square Pluto, we're going to be dealing with the secrets. We're going to be talking about the secrets. We're going to be talking about the stuff underlying the surface. Great day to go to therapy and talk about whatever is deep in your psyche. Um, not a great day to get into a confrontation with your partner and bring up all of that deep stuff if you don't want to have a fight. And on Tuesday, the sun's going to go into Libra, and we'll talk a little bit more about that next week or a lot more about it because we'll be heading into Libra season. Um, but I really want you to utilize this week and uh, tie up the loose ends, look at your routines, look at your habits, look at where you're putting your focus and your energy, do all that Virgo stuff, take care of yourself. So Virgo is the selfless servant. It will take care of everyone else, but not take care of itself. So you want to use this stabilizing, fertile, Virgo, new moon energy to honor your self-care so that you can show up and be of service to the world. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. And that's just fact. Um, little uh, look ahead for you. It's going to be next week on Wednesday, September 23rd, I believe, Mercury is going to enter its pre-retrograde shadow. So we're going to have Mercury retrograde October 13th to November 3rd, um, election day. We're going to have Mercury retrograde with Mars retrograde. Mars is already retrograde. We're already dealing with Mars retrograde. If you've been feeling, um, 
angry, frustrated, low energy, exhausted. These are all symptoms of Mars retrograde. Doesn't mean there's not other things going on, of course, but those are things, especially if Mars is uh, touching one of your personal planets or on one of the angles in your chart, you might be feeling that stuff a little bit more. It can make you feel very frustrated. And I've said this on previous podcasts, the previous few weeks, Mars is in this square with Saturn for all of September. You know, it, within three degrees, it's not it's not really leaving that square with Saturn. So we're having that frustrated energy all month. It can kind of feel like my description of that is driving with the parking brake on, but not knowing that your parking brake is on. So you're like, why won't it go? And it just won't go. Um, so it kind of feels that way. This new moon is a little bit of a bright spot within that energy that we're feeling in the backdrop. So really ride this energy if you're feeling it. And if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling exhausted, like it's okay. Mars retrograde, we're all getting a dose of that, you know, some of us more than others. Um, October is going to be interesting with Mars and Mercury retrograde, but pay attention to what's coming up for you, what stories, what, what's being communicated starting September 23rd, because starting September 23rd will be in that pre-retrograde phase, that pre-retrograde shadow. So whatever is showing up, whatever is being said, whatever stories are coming up, that's going to be part of your Mercury retrograde story. Now, looking way ahead, Mercury is going to go direct on November 3rd. And yes, I am very concerned about that. But we can talk about that as we move forward. In the meantime, do what you can to get Joe Biden elected. I am not shy about sharing my political views here on the podcast, as many of you know who've been listening. Um, so if you are not already involved, make sure that you are registered to vote. Make sure that if you're voting by mail, you've got that you know, ready to go. If you um, don't know who's running for your local races in your city or your town, educate yourself. There's so many wonderful avenues to educate yourself right now on what's going on in the world and make yourself uh, an active, proactive citizen. You know, um, I listened to someone recently say that we need to make citizen a verb. It's something we do. So show up, do what you can, um, whatever that means for you. Um, remember, Virgo, the selfless servant, what can I do for others? If you want the world to look a certain way, you have to show up and do your part, you know? Okay. Um, that's that. Let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to answer a listener question. This is sort of like a new little segment that we're doing, answering listener questions from Instagram. If you have a question, you can DM me on Instagram. I got a bunch over the past few days, so I'm going to be working on those for the next few weeks. But if you do have an astrology question, DM me on Instagram at Veronica Credi. We'll be right back. Okay, so one of the most common questions I get is, I'm on the cusp, which sign am I, right? So let's say you were born on 
September 22nd. So you're not sure if you're a Libra or if you are a Virgo. Um, so first things first, you are one or the other. If you go to astro.com and look up your chart, it will tell you what your sun sign is. The reason it's confusing is that the sun moves into the sign of Libra some years on September 22nd at 7 a.m., some years on September 22nd at 4 p.m., some years on September 21st at 10 p.m. So the sun doesn't move into uh, any of the signs at the same time every year, right? So it could vary by a day, by a few hours, but you are certainly one or the other. And that's really important. So head on over to astro.com. I am not affiliated affiliated with that website. You can just use it. It's free. Look up your chart. Knowing your birth time is going to be really, really helpful with this stuff, especially if you are born on one of those days that's quote unquote on the cusp, which we joke in astrology that the cusp isn't real. The cusp is a real thing in astrology, but not pertaining to this particular topic. Now, sometimes people will say, oh, I'm a Libra, but I'm really Virgo. Like I'm so much more aligned with Virgo personality traits. Now, you might very well have a son in Libra, but have a lot of Virgo personality traits, but it has nothing to do with your son. The sun and Mercury travel very close together. So they're never that far apart. So you might have a son in Libra, but your Mercury is in Virgo or your Venus is in Virgo or another planet is in Virgo. And that can often impact your personality. And so sometimes if you're a sun in Libra, but you have a Mercury in Virgo, your communication style and the way you think and the way you um, see the world, it all is going to have a Virgo vibe to it, right? Because Mercury is our mind. So that is something to consider when you say, I'm a Libra, but I really feel like a Virgo. There's other things going on in your chart. The moon, the moon is so important. As I said earlier on the podcast today, the moon is so important when it comes to our emotions, our habits, how we manage stress, and what makes us feel emotionally fulfilled. So sometimes when you feel like a different sign than your sun sign, it's because another planet is in that sign, and that's why you're feeling that way. But you're not on the cusp. You're one or the other. So make sure you look up your chart or go to an astrologer you trust. You can, you can book a reading with me or with someone else that you like and figure out what exactly is going on. So you can really unpack um, what your chart has to tell you. Because our chart is really our soul's roadmap. It shares with us a lot of keys as to what our dharma is, what we're meant to do in this life. So you want to make sure that you have that roadmap handy when you need it. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.